You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to episode 459 of the Slow Ride Podcast. It's hockey night in Orlando, and this is Tim. Hey, it's never hockey night in Minnesota, and this is Matt. <laughs> it's also never hockey night in New England. Um, this is Spencer out in western Massachusetts. Guys, we completely overlooked that last week's episode was Halloween, and we didn't dress up at all. It's true. We didn't do anything spooky. We kind of we kind of mm-hmm. dropped the ball on that. I, I, I expected little guy to be like the ghost of the surly cross check. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expected Tim, you know, to come in as like um, reasonably priced one hundred and five road bikes. Um, yeah, you know, like just you know, terrifying things like ooh, old spooky things that mm-hmm. uh, cables you know, everywhere give us the shivers. Yeah, cables. Oh, external cables. Man, I should have gone as ex- external cables. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be a pretty good costume. Now, Spencer, what made you think of some uh, cycling costumes? Well, you know, I was reminded of the fact that we really dropped the ball uh, um, the day after recording, I believe, um, when it was actually Halloween, and uh, my doorbell rang. I, uh, I I got up off the couch, paused paused the YouTube. It's like who who could who, be interrupting? Who could be at my door? Just just some visitor, nothing more. Um, And I opened up my parlor door, and uh, lo and behold, it was a small child who looked like he had lost his mountain bike somewhere, but otherwise was dressed as a mountain biker to a T. How? Tell me how. What made you say this is a mountain biker? (laughs) This is unmistakably not just a commuter, not just a cyclist. This was a mountain biker, and this kid... Nailed it. Um, I I was impressed. I I just dumped the whole bowl into his bag and called it a night. Turned <laughs> yeah, out the lights. Just turned off the lights. Um, so all right. So obviously, uh, uh, he had the mountain bike shorts on. Oof. They were brown. So Tim would like that. Um, he had a fox jersey on. So like on brand. Oh, very like on brand. Fitted. Yeah. Uh, he had a mountain bike specific helmet, not just. A bike helmet, but with a, a mountain bike yeah. helmet. Visor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Whoa. with the, like, you know, comes down in the back to protect uh, the rear a little bit extra, you know, that kind of deal. Um, I honestly cannot remember if he had a hip pack or not. He probably did, uh, knowing that this kid, uh, the level he was going. The only demerit points I'm going to give him, okay. from me personally, but probably not from mountain bikers in general, yeah, he didn't have clipless shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to hear yeah. the telltale crunch as he was walking away, um, but he could very so, well have been a flat flat pedal rider, yeah, and this could have yeah. been so some five tens, nice yeah. and sticky, you know. Yeah. Trick or treat, what did you give the mountain biker? Oh, if if I'd have had full size uh, candy bars, he'd have been getting them. You know, he would have oh, he would have gotten no. some of the personal stash. You, you, you didn't give him you didn't give him a trick. It was like BB seven brake recall. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> want some like, juicy na- breaks? <laughs> name me, th- name me three crank uh, uh, brands right now, or you're not getting anything. You know, like oh, uh, race face. Uh, uh, you know, like what kind of pedals do you ride? Yeah. And then Atex, sir, and be like, here's all the king size candy yeah. bars. Yeah. Um, you know, or you could have given it like, oh, what kind of brakes you got? Calipers. Oh, here's some cool stuff. This kid. Pads. This kid. <laughs> this is like Gen Alpha, maybe now. I don't yeah, know what they're at now, yeah. but like this kid has never heard of cantilever brakes. Like this girl okay. has never heard of V brakes, Tim. Like, sad. Wait, sad. You, you mean brakes that didn't work? Oh, How's this? Worked perfectly. Yeah. Um, when when you shut the door, was there a noticeable squeak that he then put onto your like the pistons of your um of your screen door? Like suddenly, all of a sudden, things were squeaky. Mm. 
No, no. Okay. I think you're going for a disc break joke there. It's not quite yeah, landing, yeah. but I, I appreciate landing? the effort. Okay. Right. I appreciate Fair. it. Um, no, he, he sort of gave me a hang loose and was like, keep shredding, bro, and like took <laughs> off. It was like into the night, like a ghost. Was, it was, was their parent there? No, I didn't see anyone. It was like an apparition. I don't know if it was real now that I'm recounting the story. It you, sounds too good to be you, true. Do you think Guys, it was just a mountain cycling, biker? Maybe, but he was very small. Like, okay. <laughs> has cycling made it? Like, we have we have crossed so, the pantheon into is, Halloween costume. Well, I was yeah. about to say, like, we we could have done a whole thing. We might as well just do it now. Like, what what are some of the best Halloween costumes that you could come up with? The mountain biker is actually pretty good because it's something that you can just take off the shelf to do. I um, feel I, like I've seen commuter done before. Like I've been hit <laughs> by a car and I'm all bloody, you know, like, yeah. and I don't love that one, no, but this, this was not that either. this was like, but that this is good. I did see, um, some Halloween costumes coming through because it was homie fall fest last weekend. The, the big mountain bike rally, single speed mountain bike rally in the twin cities, which takes place just a couple miles from little guy's house at the river, the river bottoms, yeah. the Bohemian flats. Um, I saw some good, uh, costumes coming through there. Um, namely Ogie Oglethorpe from the 1973 Paul Newman classic slap shot. Um, mm. real small crowd gets that one. Yeah. But, um, you know, saw, some, saw some, saw some, <laughs> saw some other, uh, good costumes, but I'm just, I'm trying to think, like, Lance Armstrong probably was done a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of, like, doping um, costumes that can be done. Mountain Biker's actually pretty good. But, like you were saying earlier, um, external cable routing is actually a pretty good one that you could put into a bike shop. So if anybody here works at a bike shop or has, like, a tradition of bike costumes, uh, make sure you let us know. Send us an email at slowridepodcast at gmail.com so I can get a sweet idea of what to go as next year. I think you should go as a one-sided power meter and just tape a bunch of weird stuff to your left leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just write write stages on one of your legs. Yeah. And just start shouting out random numbers all the time. Mm, all the time. <laughs> just like that, that have no correlation to anything yeah. you do. <laughs> 10 seconds. Yeah. Anyways, that's good. Now, unfortunately, um, you you kind of alluded to it. It was it's a, it's a morbid um, segue, Spencer, from the commuter that got hit. But one of our very own on this podcast and someone that we um, hold near and dear to our hearts, Tom Boone and Tom Boonen, was the victim of a um, a bike crash on the cargo bike. Mm-hmm. Um, now the claim is that it was a car. But I'm going to be the horrible um, friend that I am and try to make a joke that it was actually little guy's fault. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Did it work? Other than, uh, 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 no, Good I joke. mean, pretty Excellent. sure it was a car. Uh, uh, okay. All right. What, what kind of car was it? Well, I got to say, a bit of a surprise. Uh, the setup is we got a standard Friday night ride to Richfield for swim lessons. And, uh, usually deal with a few dodges in our way on the way uh suv or two um uh you got to ride like a bike path that's kind of like a sidewalk but it's actually pretty good as far as infrastructure goes it's actually pretty decent for the most part but that doesn't keep people from pulling out of every business at a ridiculous rate of speed and not look and uh alexis driver did not look and they blew out of the dq and um yeah thankfully out of the dq did they stop They did not stop. They did not come up to the to the edge of the parking lot to the street to cross the sidewalk and 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 stop and look. They just blew out from like midway through the parking lot. Um, I think they were not looking toward me. They were looking out into the traffic and they just gunned it. You know, as you do when you're a car. So, so uh, are you and Tom Boone and Tom Boone okay? That's the the first question. Yeah, we're physically fine. I think they're fine. I'm I'm less and less comfortable <laughs> riding my bike anywhere, and especially with my child. As I've yeah, I feel like you guys know this feeling. So, but I am like I spend half of every ride cursing at people and like kind of starting to panic now. So it's but um it's been a uh, yeah. 
is what I it did, is. Well, I did a first ride with um, little Hymar um, this weekend. Or little Nairo. Get them mixed up. Uh, going out <laughs> for a bike ride on the road. Don't tell them and that. It, it's during a, um, a festival downtown, and we had to ride on the street for a little bit because all those, like, scooters and mm-hmm. rent-a-hour bikes that just litter the sidewalks so there's like a busy road where we had to ride for two blocks to get to the trail and you know normally during a weekend we would happily get on the road because it's a pretty calm streets but since it was a festival it was pretty packed and the whole time first bike ride with handbrakes to get to where we're trying to go i was a nervous wreck yeah I so i totally understand where you're coming from but lucky for me i haven't had to deal with a crash like that and i'm happy that you're okay i'm really bummed that the bike was damaged the question i have for you is did you sacrifice your years of veganism for a chocolate dipped <laughs> cone from dairy queen i did things I already didn't. went out the window no? it's all okay. up in smoke i didn't but i will say the uh if you're in the twin cities area and you're at the I don't know if that's Richfield or Edina, whatever. It's on 66, the DQ. Everyone that works at the DQ. It's probably a Edina. Probably Edina at that point. I think it is Edina because the infrastructure changes. It gets worse. Surprise, surprise for bicycles and walkers. Um, But everyone that works there is absolutely a lovely person, and they were super nice, and they went through the the uh security camera footage for me to see if they could, like, right away to, like, see if they could get a good shot of it. Uh, Unfortunately, that did not work out. Their security cameras are pretty crappy, but um, everyone that works there is super nice. So that's a you know positive. Positive so, is we're okay in the long run. So the other thing that sticks out to me is that it was a Lexus and not a Pontiac. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, Pontiacs having a tough go. Does it- yeah, the Pontiacs are falling by the wayside quickly, and the, like the decline has been swift. I mean, I've seen a few lately, and they've just been. Uh, normal. I, mean, I haven't been doing anything crazy. I gotta say, uh, Lexus. This is a surprise, surprise move for Lexus. Um, big. Uh, they really moved up in the rankings this last week. They're usually more of a like slowly back into you in a parking lot kind of team. Like that's uh-huh. how they go for uh-huh. the win. Yeah. Doesn't usually pan out. Um, especially riding to Richfield, it's uh, kind of a Dodge Audi, uh, maybe a kind I mean, of a pimped out Toyota sort of thing, but not a guy. Lexus. You know. If you think about it, though, once you cross over into Edina, and and everybody should know what I mean when I say this, <laughs> you've kind of moved from like Nissan Altima territory into Lexus territory. Yes, like for sure, the bottom rung is a Lexus over there. So no, that's a good point. I hope all our listeners that aren't from the Twin Cities are like googling Edina and they're like, "What does this mean?" And like, Edina well, it means, means Lexus. Day, a line of it, no, it <laughs> now, means every t- every day t- I need attention. Tim, yeah, Tim can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe <laughs> the bad guys in the Mighty Ducks were from Edina. Oh, I'm yes, right? they sure are. they were. So Adam Adam Banks um, is from the place for the Hawks, which is basically a substitute for the Edina Hornets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he, the district boundaries changed, so he has to go to District Five. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, interesting note is that Charlie Conway's mom works at Mickey's Diner in downtown St. Paul. But let's just forget about that for a second. <laughs> a lot of hockey um, tonight. A lot so, of hockey. So, so, little guy, I got a question for you. Um, yeah. So, we, we've talked about the three worst car companies right now, and it looks like that we have a new top spot, um, Lexus, first on mm. the podium. I'm going to assume it's then Pontiac in second, and then Dodge in third, or would you no. flip? No, I think I'm slipping Pontiac down. I mean, uh, Dodge Pontiac's has got to be up there. lucky to be top five at yeah. this point. It's just so, it's a numbers game, man. It's like they they're yeah. not putting players on the field anymore, and that's that's true. They're still so, they're so still have we they're still playing at a high caliber. Like yeah. they're still bringing it, but like you still you got to have numbers. Like yeah. the numbers Dodge is so, putting out there. Audi, I mean, in South Minneapolis, Audi is putting players on the field, and like you can't so, you can't argue with that. I'm a little surprised you know? that that we're overlooking Tesla because I think Tesla. Is, yeah. is an outside chance for a uh, to be a finalist 
um, at the season rankings. No, it's true. There's I a think lot they're more in the game. Teslas coming on the field. I don't know if you've seen this uh, uh, monstrosity of a new cyber truck that's going to be coming, and it's going to never be heard of central. it. I've never. Yeah, I don't. Have, is that real? I don't think that's real. You you have all of this other um, cars. Anyways, I'm just saying, don't sleep on the Tesla and the Tesla owners. I'm closing the gap. In, yeah, because the, uh, the Tesla past, owners are sleeping while they Q4. drive. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last few months of Q4, um, I think they're going to come in. So yeah. look, I, I am happy that you and little Tom Boone and Tom Boonen are all right. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that um, some folks uh, hit you in their quest to get a um, a dilly bar. Get home with that dilly bar, man. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to run away. But you know, why not run um, away? There's no consequence. So. We're about 15 minutes in the podcast, so about this point, we uh, should remind you to go listen to Cyclocross Radio. Last week's episode was fantastic. I'm sure there's going to be a second one because it was Euro and Pan Am Continental ah. Championships. <laughs> the European race itself was super muddy, which means it was time for the big V, mm -hmm. Michael Van Tormout and Femme Van Empel to win the men's and women's elite race, respectively. Um, shout out to the um, the French uh, commissaires for allowing the women to race for 52 minutes uh, nice. this time around. Yeah. Uh, so the, the big V. The did you say the big V? Michael and you had Van the, you had the opportunity to go with the flying V to tie it all the oh, way back the to the mighty v. ducks yes. from earlier. Ah, uh, oh, darn. Um, Gosh, shout out to. Uh, <laughs> to British to British man uh, Cameron Mason mm -hmm. for second place. If he would have had a better grid start, I have been told, he would have won the whole mm. thing. But he's um, British. He yeah. should have got some like sort of. He should have got bumped up at the last minute or something, right? So British all-time men's cyclocross rankings. Tom Pidcock, obviously number one. Cameron Mason coming for Ian Field. Um, ask uh, and, ask Charles Charles Leclerc if uh, good grid starts matter. That's that's all I have to say this week. <laughs> That's a little F one humor for everybody. Oh gosh, oh. we're covering a lot of sports tonight. We're we're, a, we're gonna have to change <laughs> our eh, where are we are the in the iTunes season, thing. You know, we're we, don't, we, don't, <laughs> we don't have so, a lot of bikes to talk about. Yeah, on the uh, on the uh, continental side here in Pan America, uh, Pan American uh, Championships in Missoula <laughs> at the Thunder and Thunder and Lightning Cyclocross event in Missoula. Shout huh. out to Missoula for. Providing some of the best photos I've seen uh, Bill Scheichen ever take with the big sky country. Eric Bruner taking the win on the men's side over Scott puts the fun in cyclocross Funston and Gage Hecht <laughs> in third place. Seamless. Um, and then on the women's side, uh, Clara Hansinger and Katie Klaus round out the podium, won by Canadian Isabella Holmgren oh. in a clear 50 seconds. Um yeah, pretty awesome to see. Canada absolutely bringing the heat in the women's uh, cycle cross racing so, this. I mean, not just this season, but it, with extra authority this season. So looking at the uh, start list, start grids, 80% mm -hmm. um, U.S. riders, probably 20% Canadian. But shout out to... Joseph Gerardo Ramirez Venegas of Costa Rica for getting 11th place in the men's under 23. Nice. Um, to be what I what I believe is the only non-American or Canadian to show up and race at the Pan Am Championships. So um, can we, I mean, I guess it's Pan American Championships. You can call it that. But the truth yeah. is, is that it's a, uh, we have one Costa Rican athlete um, making their way to Missoula. So congratulations on winning the North America championship. Yeah. Is there, <laughs> there's no, yeah, it's sort of kind of a, I don't know. It's a really big travel ask for folks. It's, yes. It feels, I don't know. I'm sure Missoula is pretty thing. easy to get to. Yeah, I'm sure. But from Costa Rica is probably direct flights, right? And I bet they're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like 10 oh, anyways. so big big time uh cyclocross racing returns uh in next week as we get into the bigger um world cup uh circuit little guy go ahead 
Well, we, we got an even bigger race next week in cyclocross. Minnesota State Cyclocross Championships, you guys. Oh, my and, goodness. And, oh, Biggest cyclocross little guy, do you have a question for us? On this? Of the year. Well, I haven't signed up yet, but I'm toying with the idea. But I got a question for you guys before uh-huh. I get to that point. You guys ready? I I've been waiting my whole life. Yes. This is my cyclocross yes. question. Where are my shoes? Do you guys know where my cyclocross shoes are? Yes. Okay, where? I'm buzzing in. Tim, where are they? You can buzz in after. They're in the trunk of your car. They're not. I looked. You have a better oh. answer? I, uh, Tim, where do you think my shoes are? I'll take I any suggestion the, at this point. I, I think they're in the ice house in your backyard because little Tom Boone and Tom Boonin was, was going to dress up um, okay. as you for Halloween. So... That's a good. I haven't looked there. A clown. I I have looked. Uh, I have looked in all the places that make sense. I've looked mm-hmm. in most of the places that make no sense why I would put the shoes there. But I did not look in the ice house. Uh, so, Spencer, you, like you were quick on shoes? it. That was a good. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Are 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 they in the van again? They're not in the van. Uh, okay. So I you, went, even under the bench seat in the back. Even you under the bench. I know. I even okay. looked under right. like the extra starter motors and is the it, extra uh-huh. okay. everything. Are they the Mavic? The yellow Mavic? Yes. That, so now they're okay. bright yellow. The, Granted, they're old still. and dirty, but they are yellow. <laughs> uh, so this should be one of the easier things to find. Oh, I know um, where they are. Okay. What's the last race you did? States last year, and. They're, they're already hard. there. They're waiting for you. So I'm they're a little worried that I did leave box. them there. <laughs> I think I might have left them there because I went for a ride on Saturday on the cross bike uh-huh. for the first time since States last year. And um, yeah, I got all ready. And like I went. Would. And, I, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I couldn't find my shoes. And I, I looked, like I said, in all the places like, oh, they're here. Well, if they're not there, they're here. And I got four or five places in. And then I was like, okay, this is getting weird. I went through the whole basement. I went out to the car because I thought maybe I threw them in with a spare tire after yeah. States last year. Oh, and they've yeah. been in the car yeah. for a year. Nope. Okay. Pro tip. That's Air where you tags. keep the backup pair in with the spare tire. So yes. if you can't find them, you have your backup pair there. So, I have. Yeah. No, I know in, you do. Under, in my spare tire, I have an ancient pair of time shoes that I had when I worked there. Ooh. What kind Ooh. of time shoes? Are they, they the were, Ronald McDonald or are they red ones? No, no, they were new. Your Ronald McDonald ones are literally Those from are the like 70s. I don't know why you keep talking about this. But what like, about yeah. the red ones? What about the red ones? These were like, like on the side. No, these were uh, mountain bike shoes, not road shoes. Uh, so these were like patent leather black, like they were yeah. shiny. Um, they were half a size or maybe a full size too big for me, but they were the backup ones. Just some newspaper. Um, Cause they were a scratch and dent, you know, when I worked there. Um, <laughs> and they just lived in there and they had literally the the most worn out like third fourth hand cleats like these cleats had moved from shoes to shoe they came in clutch not mm-hmm. for me but for some poor soul at a cross race out here in new england who was like oh my god does anybody ride time pedals and i was like ah oh. Oh, it's my moment. I do. I do. Me. I ride (laughs) pedals. And he was like, do you wear a size 45? And I was like, no, I ride a 44, but I've got a pair of 45s in the trunk of my car. And I gave this sucker those shoes and he got to race his race. And he said they weren't that bad. Um, So, (laughs) you know, yeah. Then did you act as the true salesman that you were? And sell them to this person? I probably should have. Or, I, or, or I, get like a race entry? Because like at minimum, you should get a race entry out of it. Because you save their race. So what's worse, Tim? Like not getting the sale or receiving back <laughs> used I, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, shoes with someone else's foot stink in it? Oh, yeah. Like it's a very, very real dilemma. So mm-hmm. I think that the worst is... Clearly not getting the sale. Uh-huh. Um, now, Somehow if, I thought that was going to be... I, yeah. I, think, I think that the, the thing is like, hey, man, why don't you keep them, but why don't you just buy my race entry next week? Mm. Would be what I would play because mm. the, the shoes themselves are scratch and dent. They're free for you. Yeah. You're not trying to make money off of the scratch and dent nature. What you're trying to do is help someone else race, but they don't know that they're scratch and dent to you. No. No. Um, 
and you know, as and the they're, bike they're... swap world champion, like I would be expecting to get some money for these things mm-hmm. uh, if they were sitting on my table at the bike swap. I think they went back in the uh, spare trunk, in the trunk. Uh, spare tire compartment, uh, <laughs> stunk that up for however long until I finally cleaned out the car and probably binned them. Uh, um, nice. So, ah, uh, man, great stuff, but not as great <laughs> as the update we're about to give in Premlap. So everyone should stick around because we have one hell of an update on one of the greatest Premlap entries we're ever going to submit. So join us. And um, international cyclocross superstar Eric Brunner in this week's Supreme Lab. I'm Kerry Werner, and you're listening to the Slow Rock Podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the Supreme Lab. Let's get the multitude and the the. Um, platitudes out of the way head over to wideanglepodium.com to find out more about independent cycling media like i said there'll be a new cyclocross radio coming up media pit about pan am championships with bill mike and zach check it out but little guy worked his magic he got us an awesome sponsorship with chapman manufacturing head to chapmanmfg.com mm-hmm. and get part number thir- 319 tool roll this is the bike-specific tool roll with the ratcheting piece. It is normally $42, but with the slow ride code, you can save 20% for 3360 plus shipping. This is the ultimate holiday gift. Little guy, give us an update about how we're doing. We're doing good, actually. Sold some, sold some, sold some rolls. I think around 30 rolls. So, so 30 of you took our advice. And said, Over thirty, we were told. I believe, yeah. So, yeah, great. Thanks, man. I, well, uh, while I, well, I think that's a great and exciting number, little guy. <laughs> I think our listeners can do better. <laughs> I, it's the challenge. I, I, I want some I mean, bidding right now. They're helping Tim, themselves. What do, you, what do you think we can hit? Do you it's think we can hit fifty? I think we're getting at least sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. A nice, a nice number, little guy. Do you think we could beat sixty-nine? This is Price is Right style. I think we can do 70. I think, though, at the end of the day, it's Jeez, the listener on, helping themselves. Well, I, I want right, to... Right. I like to shoot... I like to shoot under so that this we're, is, we're, we're, we're above uh, and beyond. So if I say 70, we hit... Maybe we hit 85. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to sell us under so when we, we go big, we, you know, we, we, we overperform. But I think the I listener's think if, helping if, themselves is what I think, but... Well, that's true. If people do go, if they're sitting at work and they're listening to this podcast, clearly they're not tuned in exactly to what they're doing. So they can take a moment, pop open a new uh, browser window. They're on Firefox or Chrome or wherever they are. They type in Chapman MFG. They type in uh, the the bike tool roll. What was it? Part number 319, Tim? 319. 319. Yeah. They find that thing. They look at it. They see the quality of the tool that they're getting. They see that it comes in the nice little roll. They see that it fits in the saddlebag, that it's so compact that it's the dream tool set. They're going to buy one not only for themselves, but for all of their cycling friends as the holidays are coming up. And I'm Stock thinking I'm thinking we can break 100. And I think if we so, don't, I'm going to be personally disappointed in all of our listeners. <laughs> so... so <laughs> Let me just say this. I love that we're angling into gills. This is a threat. (laughs) Okay. No, no, this is a threat, but let's just go. So first off, here are the wins. Okay. U.S. made. This is a a U.S. made. Incredible. Not only anywhere in the U.S., not only anywhere in the U.S., but Connecticut. Which is also incredible. The Slow Ride Podcast has found the best thing to come out of Connecticut, and it's the Chapman manufacturing bicycle tool roll up it's part number 319 you go to the website chapmanmfg.com search Hmm. 319 it pops up this thing is bonkers you get two different types of phillips screwdrivers you get a variety of hex wrenches from two millimeter to eight millimeter you get a t25 screw for the brakes Mm -hmm. and then the ratchet is the coolest part with this little two inch extension and it fits up into the cutest little roll this is the ultimate stocking stuffer 
It is. If you have an uncle that you talk to once a year at Thanksgiving and you don't want to talk to them, but they go, hey, what do you want? What do you want for Christmas, little boy? Little girl, send them this link. It's $33 with the code SLOWRIDE. This is the ultimate thing because it's American what manufacturing. What is family life like? <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying. I want to sell at least 69 to 70 of these things. Um, this thing is amazing. I can't talk more about it. I used it on a bike ride today. Yeah. I faked a mechanical out at Lake Apopka Wilderness Drive. Uh-huh. So I could pull out the ratchet wrench and convince my riding buddies how awesome this thing was. And I got to tell you, when I pulled it out, I got the whole like, ooh, yeah. ooh. I felt like Tim the Toolman Taylor looking uh-huh. at this Chapman manufactured thing. It was freaking awesome. And the final part. Okay. I know I'm yelling here, but you better yeah. buy this thing. Uh-huh. The website for Chapman MFG is just the quality that you would expect from a slow ride podcast fan favorite. It it's just got a little bit of that old school jingle cross look. It's it's uh-huh. got the like you got to really search for this thing. It's there. Use the promo code slow ride save 20%. I can't say yes. anything more. This is the greatest like, sponsorship we've ever got and it took a little guy 3 years to get it. <laughs> Every day I called them. Uh, it's a great, it's a great tool. I mean, I, for three years I've had, I've had one uh, that I bought on my own money in my, in my tool roll. So I've been using it all that time. So, uh, my favorite I, part I, I stand this. by it. I used it before they, they decided to sponsor and, and been liking it. So I'm wondering if the folks at Champ- Chapman Manufacturing even know that they did sponsor uh, the podcast for, <laughs> one this of them re- knows. for this really long read <laughs> or, or if it's just like, oh man. Quit emailing me all the time. We'll just sponsor the podcast and it's out of someone else's own money. Mm-hmm. I mean, selling over 30 is great, but it's not selling 70. Not mm-hmm. selling 70. Help us out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do it. Don't but yeah, remember ChapmanMFG.com. Use the, the code SLOWRIDE. Use the code SLOWRIDE. On part number 319. Check it out. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey there, it's Mike Vanningham, your second favorite Canadian, and I do listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are back at the show, and the Slow Ride <laughs> Podcast email bag is once again overflowing with some Pave Cave um, submissions Tim, and also just feedback. Just um, another another perfect uh Cream lap from from the slow ride boys. I just want to say, uh, yeah, I don't know if we have listeners that just bump through those or not. Like, I <laughs> I wouldn't blame you, but if you do, I I think it's my favorite part of the entire show every week. Yeah, we just yeah, they must have really had to press that fifteen second skip <laughs> several times, um, and I'm sure they definitely got the note that they can go to Chapman MFG for it used the promo code <laughs> Slow Ride for yeah. tool number three nineteen because it's. You'll Got be the em. coolest person on your right. <laughs> Got him good. All right. Lots of great emails coming through. Um, let's get started right away. Um, so what we have been doing over the last couple of weeks is we've been slowly migrating from the hellscape that is Twitter where um, and on to more and more over on Instagram. So we have some great pain cave submissions, but we're not done on Twitter. First thing I want to give a shout out is little guy with the best tweet that um, <laughs> I think this slow ride podcast has had in years. With And I quote, you cannot mount a specialized Major Tom. Well, to you the, already screwed it up. Yeah, you can't, you know, you can't, <laughs> little guy, can you just reread it? I don't have it in front of me. Basically, yes, you can't <laughs> mount a specialized uh, ground control tire to a, major, yes. a velocity Major Tom rim, which is a travesty. It's a major oversight. How did these two companies not get together and fix this problem? It's, and the ground control tire has been around forever. It's been, I mean, I've, I feel like they've been using that name since so, since the 80s and, and different tires. So, but like, so Velocity is really, truthfully, the one, the one to blame here. here. Yeah. Like, yes. uh, surprisingly, Specialized is not at fault. Velocity at some point said, <laughs> let's make a 700C tubular rim and we'll call it, what we call it? The Major Tom. We won't build a mountain bike rim and call it. No. Yeah. So, um... 
I feel like they would both sell like like crazy if they they'd get these together. Uh, Have, but, yeah. uh, like, has Australia not heard of David Bowie? Is I mean, I think they have. Problem. He's part of the Commonwealth. Uh, but also, Velocity's... I don't know when the Major Tom came up, but Velocity's now a U.S. company. Oh. Yeah. They had they're manufacturing in, they're, in Jacksonville for a while. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in... I, th- I think they're back in Michigan. I think they're in Michigan. So, uh, I don't know who's to blame. Uh, I haven't got answers. No one from Specialized or Velocity has... Uh, has returned your calls. <laughs> has returned my calls. <laughs> Maybe in <yes>. three years. <laughs> But um, so, uh, I've, I, we got to get to the bottom of this, guys, because this mm-hmm. is this is a travesty. It is an oversight. So here's how, how would you propose to solve this, though, little guy? Should Specialized make a cross tire called the Ground Control, or should Velocity make a mountain bike rim uh, called the Major Tom? It's a it's a tr- right. it's troubling because Specialized famously is always pushing the clinchers on people. They're, they're very mm-hmm. like a, on the road end. They're always saying clinchers are faster than tubular. So they've been trying to, it's like they're Which trying to insane. get out of the tubular game. Yeah. We know for cross, it's like one of the few places maybe tubulars might have a little stain power. We'll see. Um, so I think for them that, yeah, I think, so, I think specialized, sh- they got the bigger budget, so they should just mm-hmm. stick this sucker that tread pattern into a tubular casing and okay. we can do it. We can, we can put a ground are control we... to major Tom. Okay. I, I have a serious question though. Are we surprised that Specialized has not sued RCA Records um, for yeah. the, the use of uh, ma- uh, ground control um, and gone after you know the rights? The David Bowie estate. <laughs> the David, I, the David you Bowie know, estate. Tim, you joke, but I, I am guessing that that came across some lawyer's desk there at Specialized, and they said, eh, "No, not this one." <laughs> Okay. All right. We got our first email. This one comes to us from friend of the pod, uh, Matt Turner, who um, hits us with a pain cave submission. Gentlemen, this is pain cave number one that I had sent over to you. Here's pain cave and breaks thirst trap for the little guy. I'll update when the bikes evolve. Some color commentary to the pictures from Matt. The previous owner of the house was a model train guy. So train paraphernalia Uh on the word on the walls. This was his workshop, so odd lights, hooks, cables running around, and a small fan installed in the wall, as seen in the black mesh square beneath the backpack. So that's kind of nice. Got a nice installed um, uh, fan in what looks like a very tight closet space. Mountain bike clipless pedals sitting on the back left ledge because they came with the f- um, with the felt bike. We also have a TV stand with mountain bike bike rack adapter to hold his phone for 20 minute GCN training workouts. And finally a bachelor's degree, apparently on the ground leaning against the wall and (laughs) hidden behind a container full of my life mementos, which I was encouraged to reduce Mm -hmm. to keep to, to reduce my keepsake items down to one box. So been there before. So we have the, in the back of this pain cave is the diploma. Mm -hmm. um, And then Getting life's mementos down to one box. I have mine down to basically a similar size Rubbermaid box and maybe three shelves of a bookshelf. Hang um, on. Hang on. Hey, there's no way that's true, Tim. You just okay, lied to all of us. You pulled out a, a, a Cycle Sport <laughs> magazine from 2003 last week. Oh, those week. are books. Those don't, those don't count. Is that in mementos. the memento yeah. box? That's because that's, a, no, that's, it. Yeah. that's cycling history right there. Uh, um, okay. So overall, I do want to point out that uh, um, Matt's uh, cave here has a lot of has some fishing poles. Um, this 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 pain cave. Is I'd the kind it. of pain cave that is perfect for rollers. Like you cannot fall over. That's how narrow this is. <laughs> it's very narrow. I, I like the I wood think, paneling too. Yeah. Oh, it's classy. It's got the train picture on the wall still. Um, but I'm I don't thinking. Know if I'd use the word classy, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Um, <laughs> if you have the budget and want to try something fun and new. You've got the perfect setup to to try and learn how to ride some rollers. I'm just saying, yeah. Christmas around the corner. Put it on the Do list. The quality of photos that we get from our listeners um, and the size of the photos that are sent in, I'm still scrolling to the right and discovering that there's like a Cannondale in the side of this um, that's being used uh, to hold extension cords. Um, it It's a great, solid look overall. I rate this uh, uh, 13 out of 10. It's pretty good. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, you know, I was going to go just 7 out of 10, but the roller cam breaks on that Cannondale really tipped this one over. So 11 out of 10. Ah, uh, 10 That's out of it. 10 for the versatility. Yeah. A lot of outlets, too. A lot of outlets. A lot, of, outlets. A lot of plugging gotta, options. Yeah. Got to need the outlets for for uh, Zwift accessories and for model trains. Well, Matt, thanks for the submission. Best of luck in uh, further reducing those life mementos down to uh, one box. It, uh, I could never do it, but uh, you know, you're know, well you on your way. Um, the next one, gentlemen, is Pain Cave number two. This one comes to us from a friend of the pod, Jeff. Oh, I'm just going to say Jeff M. You're welcome, Jeff. Uh, please find the attached photos of what some might consider a quote-unquote pain cave and what I call the spin grotto. The basement is oh. a flex space and I share with my family, so my stealthy rig folds up and disappears as needed. Details of note, the wooden chair serves as the phone stand on which I play the Slow Ride podcast exclusively while hitting the rollers. The nice. ride is one of my one and only commuting bikepacking machines, the Crosscheck. Rest in peace. Love the pod. Keep it rolling, Jeff. Um, overall, I'm liking this one. We've got ourselves lots of ample space. We've got a drum kit in the background. Um, keys. Uh, we've got basically the makings of uh, Getty Lee and Neil Perth's um, hangout here and the uh, the head fan. So, gentlemen, I'm loving this Surly Crosscheck with that Brooks saddle. Yeah. It's looking nice. It, Got a nice, uh, looks like maybe a sun generator hub on the front too. Classy commuter rig. Uh, the handlebars got some sort of wet looking bar tape on them. It's like Geiger made bar tape for these suckers. <laughs> but other wet. than that, I don't super know if I want to touch those looking. bars. They look like super something high from the gloss. alien. But, uh, uh, super high gloss. I was just did a power test, you know, it's just covered in sweat. <laughs> uh, the rest of the room, it's got, it's got everything you need. A whole band set up there is art supplies. I mean, oh, yeah. you live down there. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's so my only question is you've got a surly cross check here. It It's set up perfect. It's got the bar ends. It's got the Brooks. Uh, it's got the full fender. Full fender. Um, this, is, this thing's a it's got the It's got the bike rack. I don't know why you're not putting in the miles outside. What is stopping you? Uh, you've got the perfect machine. Um, you should be grinding out miles. Uh, and the only... The only thing I could see is maybe you've you've got a band going with the family, mm-hmm. um, kids on the drum kit in the back. You're on vocals. Uh, I don't know, um, but I'm looking for the EP to drop. I'm excited about it. And tell us more about your cat because I can see the cat scratcher in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get some cat picks. Get the solid cat the rollers. Picks. I like the orange rollers. Um, that the high gloss of that uh, bar tape is uh, is something to. <laughs> it's the thing in nightmares. Um, but yeah, 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10, Jeff. Fantastic uh, work. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen. I'm, I'm going I'm going 9 out of 10 because no cat pick. Uh, please help my yeah. dad and rate his pain cave. Okay. Slow ride. My name is Julian. My parents named me after Julian Alaphilippe, and I've resented them ever since. <laughs> I plan to... Re- <laughs> I plan to rebel when I get older by never riding bikes. Nevertheless, I care about my bike, my dad's bike racing, quote unquote, career. He's really Uh not very good, even though he claims to have beaten Tim at a cyclocross race in Georgia once. I wasn't there, so I don't believe it. Editor's note did beat me. Um, I mean, I crashed because... Cyclocross, yeah. It's it's part of the race, man. Yeah, dad here elbowed me out of the way. Well, uh-huh. um, rubbing his race. He's, go- he's going to cyclocross nationals to rock the one cog. Unfortunately, uh. it is never free to rock the one cog. And I'm afraid that he spent my Christmas present money on this trip. What advice right. would you give Almost him to certain. survive racing against actual talented bike racers? Here he is fruitlessly trying to stay in the group in a Zwift race while I provide some of the best coaching I can offer. Unfortunately, this task is bigger than I can handle. I'm embarrassed by his pave cave, which <laughs> used to be our dining room. Never in my life would I have seen such a soft and weak training space. Yours, <laughs> Julian. It is. Thanks, Julian. I wouldn't have used the words soft and weak, but they are perfect for this pain cave. It's okay. It, this, it's the most delicate 
pain cave. We've had some nice pain caves that you could argue weren't caves, things like that, but nothing as gentle as as this one. This is this is a great submission. First off, there's, like, there's two uh, people in the photo, but we know mm-hmm. there's been a third, like taken oh, yeah. in to stage the photo fo- to take the photo. Yeah. So this is a whole family event um, that's transpiring here. So I appreciate that it's family dedication like this that Justin is going to be able to go rock the one cug um, up in that's uh, true. Uh, Hartford this year. The 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 pain cave here reeks of Savannah, Georgia. I love it. You got the nice hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. You've got Justin Rack and the scad bibs, and amazing tattoo by the way of an avocado. Um, mm-hmm. Well done, uh, Justin. It, but Julian, Philippe there in the corner, just shouting like a junior Mark Mediat, saying, "Go get him, Dad!" Is this is awesome. Twelve out of ten. Great pain cave. Yeah, I mean, pain oh, look corner. at the rug. Look at the rug. It's like straight out of a Prince album. This is amazing. No, no, Tim, it's called a yoga Tim, mat. That's a yoga mat. That is not a rug, and I was gonna whatever. Mention, it looks comfortable and it's beautiful. That's part of it being a family affair. Is is we know Justin's much better half has taken the photo. We know she's clearly given up the yoga mat uh, for his training for the cause to rock the one cog. We see the young Ala Philippe Jr. cheering on uh, uh, Justin in his uh, fruitless task. Of trying to train to be faster, you've you've peaked years ago, Justin. I hate to be the one to tell you, um, but having the full family buy-in like that is priceless. So even though your pain cave is like a three out of ten, uh, I think you're gonna have a great time and uh, keep doing what you're doing. The next email comes to us from Corinne Pain Corner. I live alone, so just so can just make a corner of the book box filled living room my pain cave. The laptop's battery died, so I got a new laptop for general use, and this one is exclusively for trainertainment now. Uh, the actual Wahoo mat came free as part of a Black Friday deal, and I went with a five dollar marketplace tray table rather than the hundred dollar trainer specific table stand. Fantastic. Trainer yes. specific table Trainer stairs. Specific this is table? the world we Who live knew? in. This is Who where knew? we live. But this, the five bucks Facebook marketplace, the photo yes. of me talking to a sheep at work was go- was going away gift at my last job. Not something I decided I needed to buy myself. You know, it's, it's okay. <laughs> so, That's okay. We wouldn't we're going to be, uh, yeah. it's, it's a great photo talking to a sheep. So great submission here. Um, beautiful bike. Um, the bike here is great. I'm looking at the bookshelf, really trying to zoom in on seeing what kind of uh, books our listeners um, read. But that Cannondale, oh, such a beautiful, beautiful bike. It's a, a classic era uh, of Cannondale. I think some of the best looking ones that they they did make. So, yeah, definite kudos there. Looks like we got and, a joy uh, of cooking uh, in there. So that's, a, yeah. that's a classic. I mean, Julia Chow. Maybe... Previous email, Justin could uh, get on that five dollar um, uh, marketplace, try and find a Black Friday deal on a on a Wahoo kicker mat uh, for himself. Because uh, I'm guessing his wife wants the yoga mat back. Overall, solid, solid setup. What do you think, little guy? Jealous I like it. I like space. I, well, it's a lot of space. I like the so this is the the picture with the sheep, and then on and then right next to the bike in the other photo, you notice there's a tractor. A couple horses on the wall. A lot of uh, farm-based uh, photos here. What, what's what's the job? What what do you, what do you do? I want to know more. What, Crushes Watts. That's her job. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, clearly on the uh, the quicker uh, on the kicker uh, trainer. Overall, again, solid solid uh, um, setup here. I have one Boxes one one books. one beef. So I, as I'm Uh-oh. zooming in, right? Enjoy cooking. There's a book next to it that just says cakes. I couldn't personally do this. Maybe you're stronger than me. But if you're on the trainer, you're getting hungry, you're mm-hmm. looking at the laptop, you look right past the laptop, and it's all your baking books. I, yeah. I couldn't do it. Every every trainer session would end 
with uh with with muffins or something you know what i mean like uh it feels too hard to me i don't need to see that especially if you're racing zwift and you have the trainer hooked up to the KitchenAid, uh you're probably mixing about the forgot about the KitchenAid mixer that's true uh, maybe it's working together you're yeah. probably making the the batter right then as you're cranking out the 2,000 watts to get that right. sprint. To get and that that's Everest, a, And right? maybe then yeah. it totally makes sense. Me, personally, oh. I would just focus. I would, As the trainer session went on, my eyes would just focus more and more on that book that just says cakes. <laughs> yeah, little guy, I think that might be a you problem, and I think that's maybe why you didn't actually make it pro. That's amongst other reasons, yes. <laughs> I don't think little guy made it pro um, because of uh, lack of training. I think he, he didn't make it pro because we were holding him back. <laughs> it was definitely that. I mean, I did train a lot uh, at one uh-huh. point. It's kind of uh-huh. painful how slow I am now. I got this. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it is a painful. Uh, Getting the, old the, and not training the, makes the you slower. rise. You know, the rise through the ranks is glorious. It feels good. It feels accomplishing, you know, like Mm. you're, you know, doing something with your life. And then the way back down the other side is, it's pretty rough. It is. It's weird. What's funny about training, now we're getting sidetracked, but what's funny about training is that when you start training and racing, Uh in the beginning, you do a little bit. Yeah. Everybody knows this. You go from five to like three or two pretty quick. Like in yeah. the grand scheme, like all you got to do is ride a little bit and you, you feel like, oh man, I'm going to make gains forever. And then from, from three to two takes so much real work. And then when you get to two, you actually have to really do real work. Like a lot. And yeah. Like a lot just to get your butt kicked. And uh, anyway, it's, it really tricks you. It really fools you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, and what's, it's what's we- worse is it's when boring. you get that good if you if you want to continue the trajectory you have to get your butt kicked by faster and faster people which means you are spending your weekends and your time and your money traveling to more oh, expensive yeah. Yeah. events that are further away then you're buying hotels you're doing all this stuff just to get destroyed just to get more demoralized yeah just so that your USA cycling rankings uh don't come yeah. correctly. Um, yeah. All right, we got our last submission. <laughs> this one comes to us from Scott Booth, who um, in the signature says Team Two Five Three Racing Treasurer. So, one of the folks that helps, uh, I'm sure, support cycling. Looked it up. That's in Tacoma, Washington. So, uh, Scott writes in. Got moved out to the garage. Actually, I like it a bit better than the spare room. <laughs> The hanging bikes in the background is a cobalt tie gravel bike packing bike. We have a Fuji mm-hmm. cross bike and a Pinarello track single speed. What's uh. not shown is the 1981 Geos Torino hanging on the wall in the family room. Mm. Send us that like one. That. What's I going on? See, yeah, I want to see yeah. that too. So we've got um, pretty good uh, pictures here. Uh, first off, we have a Linsky tie bike on the um, trainer. Um, oof. Really, really going for my heartstrings, but it is not a Moots, but it is a Moots alternative on the bike. So I do like that. Um, it's Ty. Uh, you know, I know you're so, not going to believe this, but I, ooh, it's got some, uh, looks like look pedals on there. Um, yeah. Overall, what do, what do you guys think of this one? Looks like a Kindle fire on the, uh, <laughs> above the handlebars. I love how much we're getting into these. It's it's a uh, well it's it's a it's a it's a music stand. So the music yeah. stand's another classic uh, alternative to the hundred dollar trainer set. Such a that's a good adaptation to get the music good. stand, and, and that makes sense because if you you look at the other picture, there is about half a drum set in in, in this one as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of this one. Like they, ooh, it's a, I, I think I, more. I think more than just. Um, um, Scott's uh, bikes got moved out to the garage. To be perfectly honest, uh, a lot, a yeah, lot here in the garage. Here. Yeah. It's winterized um, outside. So that's for sure. The Fishing thing, poles. the thing that I find clutch in this pain cave setup that I have yet to see in any other pain cave, and why I know that Scott is actually putting in the work. And if anyone else is in the Tacoma area. The now there, I'm putting them on notice. Watch out next season. 
Scott's got the garbage can with the lid off next to the bike on the trainer. <laughs> he is ready to barf if necessary, <laughs> putting in the hard efforts. Um, this is attention to detail that I have yet to see is, you know, kudos, kudos to him. He's yeah. crushing these intervals. Coach is happy and Coach, uh, he's going to be smashing the races uh, come spring. My my only thing he could do differently is if, I think we've all seen the videos of Sir Chris Hoy back in the day doing intervals so hard. He doesn't quite vomit, but he like, they have like a bed next to him. Basically they have a bunch of like, gymnastic mats and he does like an interval on the trainer and then he just falls over and like cries on the floor yeah. for a while uh in this photo here we got a we got a large rug we've got a uh -huh. bunch of uh outdoor uh, cushions for the outdoor patio yeah. furniture we they're all piled up we got those could be on the mix. those could be on the ground right next to the bike so that yeah. you could do that hard thing and then just fall over and uh cry for a little while in pain. Yeah, have a good and then cry. Jump back up and do it. And you know, the garage is a good place, you know, for nice a nice cry after a workout, I would say. Ah, well, thank you, um, Scott, for this submission. Twelve out of ten for me for the tie the tie bike. Yeah, eight 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 out of ten. I'll give eight out of ten. Whoa. I love I love the chaotic feeling here. I don't know <laughs> if it's the best uh, workout space, but if you say ah. it's an upgrade, I'll believe you. Um, mm -hmm. but I do love the chaotic nature of everything going it's, on here. I'm going to give this I, one a 10 out of 10. I don't I know mean, if I believe Scott that it's an upgrade. I think the way he led with it was like, no, I actually like it better. No, I do. I really do. I, I think he wants <laughs> yeah, to be yeah, back inside. Possibly. Yeah. The, but the adventure but, uh, of getting to that bike from no doubt the interior doorway, um, is got, is an adventure. There's lots of, uh, climbing over lots <laughs> of things. Um, all right. So let's, uh, wrap it up with just a couple of quick, um, emails. The first one comes to us from, uh, Jesper, you may remember Jesper was from uh, Sweden, but he did just want to say that, Matt, you did nail the bike rack. It is definitely a Thule. And <laughs> on a side note, yeah. he used to drive Sobs. First a Model 99 and then two 900 Combi Coupes. And finally, a two 95 station wagons. Those were the days. Those were the days uh, indeed. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, we also got a submission of a new weird cycling adjacent sport. Hello, gents. This one comes to us from friend of the pod, Todd Grassman. I was organizing my space, preparing to, to set up my indoor trainer with YouTube streaming in the background. The mm -hmm. below video was suggested to me by the algorithm. Have any of you heard of can I canine cross before or can I scoot? I did some research and this is what I learned. It's cross country running with a dog. That seems fairly normal to me, having seen plenty of dogs taking their humans on jogs before. This version, though, is like dog sledding, but replace the sled with a kick bike scooter thing. I submit this video from the recent World Championship Relay Race for your comment. It looks badass, so you, it does you look basically fun. have your dog pull you around on a kick scooter. So it's got like two 24-inch wheels and a pretty big um, kind of platform in the middle. I thought it was pretty awesome. The video was fun, but I I'll say it's a, it's in the a video UK it's sport, just to be clear. It's right before the race starts. Little intense feeling. Uh, a lot of dogs barking. Uh kind of kind of kind of got the heart rate up more than I wanted <laughs> to watch it. But once the race started, the in-race footage was super fun and weird and a very goofball sport. I liked it. But off-road scooting with your dog. That's a yeah, why not? pretty good tagline to get some more people involved um, there. So, Todd, you thank make you everything competitive. for this submission. <laughs> well, gentlemen, keep the uh, keep those eyes and ears open for additional submissions to the Slow Ride Pain Cave. We have several more in the hopper as well as several other emails. We'd like to thank those that email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com for all of your um, uh, contributions to make this community wonderful. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. And let's not forget, head to Chapman MFG and use the promo code SLOWRIDE when you find tool number 319, which is a bike tool roll-up. It is $32 after discount. It is hands down the best stocking stuffer you will get. We have already sold a fair amount, but I know the Slow Ride Podcast listenership is going to get us 
even higher. And the best part is we're not getting paid per unit sold. So let's just <laughs> blow not. it out of the water now. Like, yeah. like, like <laughs> we're going above and beyond on this sponsorship because it's that freaking awesome. And with that, it's hockey night in Orlando, and this is Tim. <laughs> it's Matt. I'm not going to play hockey tonight in Minneapolis. Uh, and this is Spencer out in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Work a hockey joke in there. I'm sorry. It's okay. A lot of people just think I remind them of Connor Bedard um, in hockey, so, you know. Oh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Who's Connor Bedard? There's an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation.